Good evening. It's the Warrant Committee. Madam Clerk, would you please conduct the uh, roll call of attendance? Okay. We have Dave Humphreys, Emily, O'Henny, and JJ are on Zoom. Steve Geister, Tom, Lori, Allison, Jereen, Amanda, Judy, Steve Rhines, and Jay. Thank you. Uh, our first matter is that which is reflected in Article 27 of the warrant, which we had previously voted no recommendation at this time. The question being essentially if the town would vote to authorize the select board to sell the former Kidder Branch Library. And we've asked the town administrator, Mr. Milano, to give us a presentation with regards to this. It's the, it's the town is asking for the sale. So, Mr. Milano, you are recognized. Thank you very much. Good to see everybody again. So, I have a few slides that I'll run through here quickly. And then, um, you know, we're at you be able to answer questions. Will Adam Chick and Paul Hayes from the library are here, as is Brian Chef from Discovery Schoolhouse. So between five of us, I'm sure we can get to your answers. I did that math right. Four of us, right? Do you, do you gentlemen want to join us now at the table? You you can if you want to. It might make things easier as we proceed. Thank you. Thank you. So we had, um, I had given the Warren Committee a brief update on this maybe a month ago, perhaps longer. Um, but just to recap some of our conversation um, regarding this Warren article to where the town meeting would vote to authorize the select board to sell the property in accordance with the purchase and sale agreement. I'll go through the timeline, but first, um, just as a reminder as to how the town has this building, um, it was transferred to the town from the Kidder House Association back in 1928. Um, and the final decree um, of this transaction by the Supreme Judicial Court said that um, the property should be used in connection with the public library in the town of Milton as a branch library or reading rooms or for other proper li public library purposes. Um, several years ago, uh, Town Council reviewed this decree and advised the select board that and the library trustees that if the building was no longer being used for a library purpose, it should be used for a library purpose, purchase, purpose, excuse me, or the town should look, should look to sell the property, at which point the sales proceeds from any sale would accrue to the library trustees for the benefit of public libraries in Milton. So that's just kind of a big picture um, of uh, why we're looking at a transaction. Um, I know there's been a lot of history with this, so I focused on just the past 18 to two, months to two years. Um, in March of 21, the town, through the select board, released a request for proposal. There was only one response from Discovery Schoolhouse. 
Um, no action was taken, and this kind of, as Brian would indicate, <laughs> took the course over quite a long time between back and forth between the select board and discovery. So after it had been quite some time that had passed, the select board looked to issue the RFP again. That took place in December of 2022. Um, proposals were due in January of 2023. Uh, two proposals were received. One was from Discovery Schoolhouse uh, for $500,000 to purchase to continue the programming um, that it's uh, taking place there currently. The other proposal was from a development company called Westfield LLC. They offered $400,000 to build four two-bedroom rental units. Um, one of the evaluation criteria that the select board included in the RFP was compliance with the zoning um, for that property. And Westfield LLC's proposal would not have been compliant with zoning um, as uh, multifamily units are not allowed in this uh, zoning district. Um, Prior to the RFP going out in April of, or in May of 22, the select board received an appraisal for the property. Um, and I'll just jump ahead to that quickly, which uh, provided a market value of about $800,000, saying that the highest and best use was subdivision of the land into two approval not required building lots, uh, removing the existing structure and selling each, and having a developer um, then develop each lot as a single family home parcel. Um, so when we're talking about the zoning, um, the appraisal, that took a look, said the highest and best use for the town would be for um, two single family homes rather than the four two bedroom units proposed by Westfield LLC um, to remain compliant with zoning. So in February, the select board met and voted to rank Discovery Schoolhouse proposal as the most advantageous. That was done um, on a five nothing roll call vote by the select board. And then earlier this month, the select board did approve a purchase and sale agreement that pulled together um, the proposal, which was the half a million dollar purchase price um, in their proposal to the town, Discovery Schoolhouse offered a right of first refusal if and when um, they looked to sell the property to give the town the first opportunity to purchase it. Um, a right of first offer and a right of first refusal was then wrapped into the purchase and sale agreement. Um, and so I'll just touch on that. So we use the town's typical standard purchase and sale agreement prepared by town council, Murphy, Hesse, Toomey, and Lahane. While it has been approved and we're getting signatures now, it's contingent upon appro approval at town meeting. Town meeting does not approve this article. Um, the purchase and sale then has no, um, no binding power. Uh, the purchase price, as I mentioned, was what was offered by Discovery. Um, and the right of first offer, right of first refusal is held by the town if Discovery looks to sell the building. Um, and that would mean, so if Discovery would first have to offer it to the town of Milton, the town could accept it or not. If um, the town declines to purchase it, then Discovery can go out and find a, a different buyer at 95%, at no less than 95% of what it was offered to the town of Milton. If that is unsuccessful, and then later on down the road, they do find a buyer, um, the town then has a right of first refusal where Discovery has to come back to the town to say, we found a buyer at different terms. These are what they are. Do you want to buy it now? So it protects it puts the town in the driver's seat a little bit if Discovery were to look at um, selling the property. That right goes to Discovery. Um, this right of first offer and right of first refusal. If Discovery sells it, town doesn't exercise its rights, another buyer comes in, those go away. It doesn't, this right of first refusal and right of first offer doesn't run with the land. It just is between the town and Discovery, um, just for additional background on that. That's all I really had um, to just give you the oversight. Um, there has been, um, some questions received as to um, other uses of the site. Uh, this, 
the RFP did look for um, compliance with the current zoning district. Um, and then I know school different departments in the town have looked at it in the past, the school department being one of them. Um, with that, you do run into the issue where the decree does control um, how the building can be used for a library. Um, and also, the space is pretty small, 4,600 square feet. Um, it's kind of a funny space for us for the um, for a school district the size of Milton's to take over. And um, if it were to be, if that were to be the case, then um, there would be substantial substantial improvements to make it ADA accessible and everything that would be required for a public school district rather than a private owner and operator. Um, happy to take questions or see if anybody else here has any other comments. I know Paul and Will can speak much more to the history here um, and the library's needs more than I can. So I didn't want to get into that, but I'll leave it at that and we can go from there. Steve. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we're short in, in places to put schools, to put people, to put administrators, and yet we have this space. And I've walked around it. I, didn't, I haven't gone inside, but I've walked around it. It's a, it's a spectacular house or library. And I, don't, I just don't understand why we just want to just sell it, sell it, sell it. It's like, why not use it for something that the town could have an advantage of it? whether it be a, a grammar school or administrators in there or whatever. I mean, we own it. And if we have to pay half a million dollars to the, um, I mean, $500,000 to the, the town, I mean, to the library to get it, I just don't understand why we just want to keep dumping property when we don't have enough property to run our town. This doesn't make any sense to me. Steve, is there a question there? Uh, why would we want to sell this property? Okay, so is that to the town administrator? Or is that part of our conversation that we're going to have is the warrant committee and our deliberation? Steve, is, is that a question directed to, to, to Nick? Yeah. I, I, okay. I, yeah, sorry. Nick, so what's the what's the town's thought process with regards to this? It, it sounds like it's, it's your position that this is um, in the best use at this time. Yes, that's... That's a decision that was made um, before I arrived here, as you can tell from the timeline. Um, but I can speak to having communicated with um, representatives from the built-in school system before, and I, I believe, Will, they've, they've looked at it, I think most recently as in 2019. Um, and it, it's not something that hasn't been looked at. It just doesn't meet what they view as their needs. And I don't know if you know anything beyond that. Um, and obviously, we can't speak for multiple schools leadership, but um, just based on conversations that we've had. Yeah, I, I know that the public schools looked at it multiple times, 2019 and earlier. Um, since then, the select board has really taken over the process, so I can't speak to that. Um, but at the time, members of the, the school committee and the superintendent's office looked at it specifically for schools. Um, and, you know, it was deemed, it was just, it was even too small for offices they, at, at that time. Um, and um, I think like the... Mr. Milano mentioned uh, the amount of uh, repairs to bring it up to compliance uh, was substantial as well. So um, that's my understanding of why the schools were not interested in it. Is there, is there a report that says what it would cost to bring it up to the standards? I mean, the idea of these things you, you people talk about and say it's this and this, but I never see numbers, I never see any reports, I never see anything that is, I mean, it's a beautiful building. It's a shame to just get rid of it for half a million dollars. It's like. 
we can circle back with you. I can circle back with the school administration and, and see if you have anything to that effect. But I don't know, and I don't want to speak out of turn on their behalf. Thank you. It hasn't been stated, but you're here. It's at the library's in favor of the sale. Yes, the, this process has been going on since 2014. And in general, the, the reason that we're at this stage is because of the amount of money it would cost in order to renovate it and to use it, uh, even just as a space as it is, without significant change. Uh, and so the, uh, the uh, board voted unanimously to uh, go forward the process of the sale, and that's when the town uh, became involved uh, to do so. So we're 100% you know, of the, uh, the support of the sale, also uh, in, in support of the idea that it would go to uh, a current user uh, in a way that benefits the town as well. And then most recently at the March trustees meeting, they voted specifically to support the Warren article. Okay. Lori? No, I... Um, no, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> okay. If it would cost so much to make it usable, but it's being used now, I think I'm not understanding... I, I, I don't understand. I'm probably using the wrong terms. Can you explain? No. Well, I can only speak to the library part of it, and I'm not even going to speak to the repair of bringing it up to code. You know, um, over 10 years ago, the town of Milton decided to go to a central library um, and close branches, and um, it was not in our planning to return to a branch system. Um, so that's part one. Part two is even if we did return and open that as some sort of a reading room, um, the library could possibly find one-time money to renovate and reopen it, but there's no money in the budget to then staff that building and staff the main library. It would be a substantial cost for staffing alone to reopen a branch, but fundamentally the town moved to a, a one location main library. Um, so uh, there was no interest in opening a branch. That's, that's not really what I meant. I meant that when Mr. Milano was talking about Use for the schools, use for the town, or you were saying use for the library. Some somehow building up, bringing it up to code. I, I'm sorry if I'm misquoting. Is it not up to code, but it's full of preschool children? I, I I'm sorry if I'm misunderstanding. I, I think that, I, and I, I'm uh, not an ar architect, and I don't know all these rules, but I think because Discovery Schoolhouse is a private nonprofit, uh, we're not. We don't have quite the same uh, requirements as. A building that's owned by the town for a town use. That's, that's, that's my understanding, but I mean, I, I can tell you that the downstairs level is not accessible, wheelchair accessible. I mean, very difficult to make it so because I've looked into it. The upstairs is, um, and, and I don't know. You say Tom, but it was Tom. Who wrote Tom, then Emily, then Amanda? Um, gentleman representative from the school house. I'm sorry, sorry. Brian. Brian, I'm sorry. Brian, um, there was a number of repairs uh, that school house did for property. So we were to that. Um, we've done repairs all along. So it was just upkeep, general upkeep? Of the Most, yeah, upkeep, and the town has been. Uh, Repairs all along as well. So the town tends to do the larger ones. We do the uh, more routine ones. But what were some of can you just tell us? I I, I forget from town meeting. Well, there was a big presentation by Schoolhouse about all the repairs that were done, including the slope roof, 
the grant of new granite steps. Right, the, um, the, the town did the, the slate roof, the, grant, the front granite steps. Uh, they've done repairs to the ramp and the, the, the fence and the door. And, uh, you know, we've done uh, painting and carpentry, uh, carpeting and water heater and, uh, it's a, oh God, like there's, there's always something to do, but uh, of course, oh, yeah. um, typical, uh, you know, it's, it's a typical old building. It's, it's in good shape, but there's always something to do. And, and you said that the basement is an ADA compliant, correct? It's not, no. Does anyone here know if the old East Milton branch is ADA compliant? Is an elevator put into that? I don't know. Sorry. I know the downstairs. I have never been in that the East Melbourne branch. I've been told the downstairs is configured completely differently. The upstairs is very similar, and the building is identical on the outside. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, uh, Mr. Ferris. One thing I just again I know I've shared this before. I used to have kids who went to Discovery. I just wanted to comment on the question about kind of like how does it work for preschoolers if it doesn't like if it's not compliant for other uses. Um, this might be TMI, but like one thought that came to my mind in terms of how it might be appropriate is you know in the basement, um, the lower level that's not um, accessible. Um, at least in the past, that was where the like 15 months and up those um, children were. And so like they were carried down by parents or caretakers. Um, and then there are some other needs that are a little different. So they're not going and using the bathroom facilities. They're mostly being changed. Um, so like their needs versus an adult, like if they're using it as office space in terms of like bathrooms and things like that, the needs are a little bit different since just one component is um, like younger um, toddlers. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of bring that perspective from having a, a 15 month old who was there for a while back. Thank you, Amanda, and then Allison. Um, so I just want to understand the difference. So I know with public buildings, if it's a public or a town building, it has to be ADA compliant, correct? So it has to have, so that if it's not currently, then are you saying that those, if the town kept it, bought it, we would have to, if I understand correctly, because it's town owned or municipal building, it would have to be ADA compliant. Is it because it your, the Discovery School House is a private enterprise, You that's not necessary? And let, I don't want to get too far off kind of what we can speak to and we can't, but broadly speaking, if a building exists right. and it's not compliant, that's okay until you start to do renovations, right. in which case you trip. Um, there's a percentage of the square footage or, or buildable area that you start to then have to bring the entire structure into compliance. And my understanding is that the specific issue here is that in order to provide educational opportunities in a public school, is that facilities is required to meet those those higher level standards. Yep. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of a different case there. Yeah, um, okay. It's not quite one-to-one. -one. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Also, Allison. Um, what was the uh, lot size again? It's about Half 20. Yeah. I have it here if you want. The building is 4,600 square feet. 23,470 square foot lot. The building itself is 4,676. 
Um, what is that? What's that acreage? Is that that off? Just yeah, it's about half. Okay, thank you. Do you use the basement now? The lower level? Yeah, we do. You can use it, as Emily described. It, yeah. Okay. We, uh, we actually have kindergartners and uh, toddlers, two rooms. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point about the. Uh, right, we're not doing any renovating. Right. And so, uh, yeah, if anyone came in and did major renovation, they have to bring everything up to code. I think that probably. Probably is the issue. Okay. Thank you. How many rooms are total in the school? I've walked around it, but I haven't been so inside. So there's two downstairs, and then upstairs is one giant library. Okay. And then is there a second? Wait. Another store? No. no. Okay. Just two floors. Very, very nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a little uh, sort of kitchen area. Yeah. Not quite kitchen area with the bathroom up a bit upstairs as well. Okay. Thank you. Steve. Yes, quick question. Um, does the school provide vouchers for students? Are, we don't provide vouchers, we accept vouchers from the so, so if a family has a child care voucher from the state, mm -hmm. uh, then we accept that. We're, we're the only program. I like to say this, we're the only program in town that does accept them. Right. It's, so what I'm thinking is with the slope 40 bees coming down the pipe. It's reasonable to think that there could be a child who would need an ADA compliant building, potentially, that could be coming as a student. The ADA is a, is a big deal for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, being compliant with that, um, if you're going to probably have to retrofit fit that building at some point. If you do any kind of electrical work, start opening the walls, inspections start happening, right? At some point, they're going to have, would you agree, Nick? They're going to have to, if, once an inspection comes in, well, we get inspected every year by the town. Okay. And the way I understand it, if, if we, um, we have, we, we need to um, make sure everything's accessible unless it causes an undue hardship to the program. And if we had a program that's downstairs where it's not accessible, but we could say we could switch it so it could be upstairs for, while somebody was enrolled that was, if they're, say they were in a wheelchair, mm -hmm. and we just switched the program around and we try to make it work. Um, I've, I've looked into like what it would take to make the downstairs accessible and it's, it's, it's just, um, it's difficult the way the, the bathrooms are and the, and the ramp. If you've seen the ramp on the outside yeah. of the yep. building, you'd need yep. the same giant ramp to get mm -hmm. downstairs. Yeah, I think of the map, right, the Mill Arts Center, it goes, I mean, we're yeah. up here, but I think that's a formal library, right? Yeah. Right. right. It's very my, my children have gone to art classes, and there's a rear entrance there that's that great, so they can go right in. Oh, okay. So that's right? A, that's and so there's stairs there, too, so there is accessibility there at that building. So I'm wondering how we can, how you can start figuring. Yeah, so I'd love to make it accessible, but it's, it's not easy. It's expensive. Yeah. How many children are at the at the school? Uh, we have forty seven right now. We're licensed for fifty one, I think. Forty seven is enough. <laughs> right. Well, it's a, about fifty kids is a, a good number for the space. How old are they? Uh, Fifteen months through K 
kindergarten. So that's five years old. Is there a nap time? <laughs> for the teachers? Right. <laughs> nap time's for the teachers. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's nap time every day, even the kindergartners. And then we tend to get younger kinder kindergartners who just kind of, most of them just missed the cutoff for public school. So they were best for, for that year. Do you have a lot of siblings? Uh, we, the last two years, we have a lot. I don't know what, you know. Absolutely, please. So I'm looking at the bullet points we got today. It says that the RFP that the town put out said the RFP, the town considers the building a store, does not want to demolish, wants an owner who will preserve the historic character of the property with historically minded preservation. Uh, so it seems to me that that's one big reason why somebody couldn't divide it into two, build two houses for $800,000 maybe. Yes, a prospective bidder would look at that language knowing they still still could could still apply, but know that their evaluation, their bid might not be as evaluated as highly something that would retain the structure. Okay, so I guess maybe this is a question that is impossible to answer. But why is that language in the RFP, and is that worth three hundred thousand dollars? That's um, where the, the first part. The first part. <laughs> the select board had looked to retaining the structure, retaining the integrity, retaining the, the whatever historical value the members felt that it had um, and built RFP accordingly. Um, and if they were looking for um, more of a teardown, they could have put out, you know, you could have even just put it out for a bid. Like they were seeking proposals because they wanted the opportunity to value, to evaluate different proposals on this criteria rather than just seek the, the pure highest dollar amount. Judy. Um, but there's no, there's nothing binding to the buyer to continue to use that in a historical sense of. The zoning restricts what they could do. Um, so Discovery Schoolhouse can operate because it's a nonprofit educational use, which is allowed in that zoning district. But Discovery couldn't turn around and decide tomorrow they wanted to be property developers and put a six unit building in there because the multi that zoning district wouldn't allow it. Um, and then if they did look to sell, there is rights that the town can retain, can buy back the property. So the follow up being back to the original, there's, there's nothing to prohibit this particular buyer from um, taking away the old look and making a new town hall look. As, I see you're saying architecturally on the exterior. If you've been in town, you know the old <laughs> yes. building and the, I've seen pictures as well. Yeah, right. So but there would be nothing to um, retain the historic look binding on the purchaser. Correct. It's not registered as a historic structure no. or anything like that. So So in essence this um, I would read that as it's your hope that, you know, we wouldn't get a sleep new town hall up with the kidder. Um, but there's nothing binding to say they couldn't change the facade to be more modern and less historic back to the 1920s. No, nope, it would be a sale of the property as is. As right? is, and whatever you wish is just wishing. 
Okay. Thank you. And I don't believe there's any intention to make yeah, any changes. Yeah, we, we love the building. Right, but, but if... But if so, you know, I, know you're, I know what you're saying. There's no... Right. Once somebody owns it, I don't think there's anything... Right. There's no... Um, yeah. And then, say, if I could push that one, one place further out, um, you no longer would want to have Discovery Schoolhouse for a number of reasons. And now it goes into another purchase and sale, and and that pushes that historic value further out. Um, maybe they can't develop it into, you know, multi units, etc. But that historic value still lessens because it you mean the, res the, the right. power to restrict changes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I understand the intent, but it becomes um, hopeful, not correct as, as everything is currently drafted and as, as until okay. this building were to appear on the National Register of Historic correct. Is, yeah, correct. Thank you. No other questions? Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Apologies that we can't answer all the questions. No. Okay. So we should discuss. I just also want to point out that. Um, we do have a recommendation that we previously voted with regards to this article. So if it was the sense of the Warren Committee that we wanted to vote a recommendation, I think we would probably need to do some type of a motion to reconsider our previous recommendation. So we would start by a motion to reconsider it needs to be made by somebody who voted in favor of the motion to reconsider. But it, what's that? Um, um, Secretary could probably check, I believe, if it was unanimous. And if it was unanimous, then we could, anybody could do it. And then we could go. So I just want to point that out, roadmap, right? Um, so that being said, I would open the or among the committee for discussion. Sure, Steve. Question. Refresh, uh, we voted unanimously to support or not? No recommendation no at this time because we didn't have right. okay. the PNS. Right. I was like, I don't think we voted. Yeah, I, thought yeah. I, was taking crazy. <laughs> I thought we verbally agreed that the master has You had a vote and it was unanimous. Um, at the time of the vote, uh, Emily and Allison were the only ones on here. So anyone else? And Dave Allison. Right, and so it, and it was our right. It was no recommendation at this time because we didn't have the information. We didn't have it. We didn't have the, the PNS. Right. Perfect sense. Yep. All right. So, so now we have it. We do indeed. Okay. And we need to make a, to discuss it. We need to make a motion. I I think that we. We can discuss. I, I'm thinking we can have a discussion. We can do whatever we want. We can discuss, right? 
But when it's time to make a motion, I think we have to reopen. We have to reconsider our previous then. So I, uh, I make a motion to reconsider. Okay, Steve has made a motion to okay. reconsider. Amanda has seconded it. Do we want to have discussion on the motion to reconsider? Hearing no discussion of the motion. Judy. Oh, really fast. What's that? We're really fast. We That's were okay. going really fast. <laughs> until <laughs> I rule you out of, that, That's out of order. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Actually, it was. Okay, so the motion is to reconsider. It was made by Steve, seconded by Amanda. Madam Clerk, would you please conduct a roll call vote? Reconsider. Just to reconsider. So just to reconsider. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, long day. It's true. It's a long day. Okay. It's, long day. it's just to reconsider so that we can actually reopen it and have a vote. Now anyone can vote, right? Now yes. anyone okay. can vote. <laughs> okay. Emily? Yes. Oh, Henny? Yes. Oh, Henny, you're muted. Yes. Can you? Yes. Um, we'll, we'll come back. JJ? Yes. I don't see him. Yes. Okay, behind these, yes. Steve Geister? Yes. Uh, Tom? Yes. Lori? Yes. Allison? Yes. Dream? Yes. Amanda? Yes. Judy? Yes. Steve Rines? Yes. Jay? Yes. Now we'll just try O'Henny again. Yes. He said yes. Okay. Did JJ answer? We missed JJ. Did JJ? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the motion to reconsider Article 27 has carried. So we are in the process of reconsidering Article 27. Would we like to have discussion with regards to the proposed sale of the Kidder Match Library? Steve. Yes. So I think we're in such a dire straits of space. You know, we're selling, selling, selling all this space we have. Why? I don't understand it. Let's not sell it right now. And I'm not against the school that's there now. Let them continue what they're doing. But it may make more sense for us to evaluate what potentially we could use with that going forward, whether it be a grammar school, whether it be administrators for the, for the uh, teachers, whatever it be. But I think uh, giving away or selling and selling and selling the space we have and we're complaining about doing land swaps and everything. So I'm, I'm against it. Thank you. Tom? Um, just just to follow up on, I guess, kind of what, what Steve just said, and um, I think I, I benefit from this comment, I think, um, because we've kind of gone through the whole budget process and, and we really talked about a lot of different issues in the town. Um, you know, budgets and everything, but like, you know, we're, like, we're talking about land here and we're talking about farm, farm, property, and I think we're going to do it. We all thought that one. And I, I didn't agree because we didn't have a dollar sign, but, but I think it was a good thing uh, the time to purchase. You, you purchased the fire station, the fire station land in East Main Square from the Archdiocese because we didn't have any land. And we spent like 1.8 million, I think, maybe less. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, you know, now, of course, we talk about the land property and, and 
it's often, and uh, we've been really focused on like, the schools and the uses um, of it. But and, and, and discovery schoolhouse is great, and I and I think last time we spoke about this early on in our um, process as the work committee, I spoke very highly of them, and people spoke out their personal experiences. So I'm very very pro school um, and pro schoolhouse discovery, but I'm trying to also wrap my head around the idea of the intent of Nathaniel Kidder and obviously like our friends at the library, the trustees of the library and keeping a strong central library and what this money would do to, to help maintain that. Um, and I love the libraries, um, the library. And, uh, but we've been really focused, I think, and please correct me, like, and I said it too, like, why can't Tucker Media? Why can't the schools? This? And we've been really focused on schools, but why do we have to be focused on schools? And, and I know that, um, you know, this is a little bit different take, but I'm also focused on the intent of the, the trust, like I said. And I've said this about other issues, but uh, we should respect the intent of, of whomever or whatever we're dealing with um, and honor that. And I think, and yes, it's kind of in a, in a tough spot because the will is the will. It says we got to get rid of it if it's not a library. But I'm also concerned, and you know, Jane raised a point when we discussed this a while back. I remember, like, should we be doing it? Should we be selling land when we're so land strapped? But we're looking, I look at the intent. So I, I say we gotta get rid of it. Why doesn't the town buy it? Yeah. Why, why don't we buy it for a half a million? Give the half a million to the yeah. library. That's a great idea. Give the half a million to the library. We continue with the intent of the trust. So we honor that. And maybe we can rent it to schoolhouse for the next two, five, ten years, and we can figure out what to do with it then. We keep the land, the library gets money, and schoolhouse can stay. Yep. And this is probably late in the game, but I let's not focus on it. And the schools are important, but we can focus on why why don't why don't we just figure it out and keep the land mm -hmm. and help out? And we can help schoolhouse out for however long that takes. So I don't know. And that's kind of, you know, that's, I, and I don't know how the budget would go, but I've learned about the free cash. I agree. And, yeah, no, and I'm sure we could figure sure. it out, but I, that's just, I think, that's just what I was thinking about. And I think I've experienced, just from my experience through this entire community process, you know, and, uh, and touching on so many things and that we're all concerned about. Some some for and some against, and we have some different opinions on the issue, but I don't know, I think it's a, maybe an idea of telling Thank you, Tom. Oh, thank you. So the order is Emily, Alice, and Judy. Emily. Um, I think one thing that came to mind because I think that I mean, my, I might, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, but I think in the past, Discovery was happy to keep leasing, but something that became an issue is the town received guidance from the state that were in violation of the terms of the gift of the property that it either had to be used as a library or it had to be sold. So if the town keeps it, like we continue to be in violation, right? So like, unless- What I meant was like, we buy it from the trustees and it becomes a municipal building. And yeah. you kind of take it out of the library's uh, program, sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just mean like, we. I feel like the town has been in like, because the guidance was received a, a little while ago that is it an issue that the town's continuing to hold the property and use it in a way because like the town's not really supposed to be leasing it um 
that it's either supposed to be like library or cell. So I just worry about the town continuing to keep it in the current state because it would take time that like we can't just sell it to the town at this time, I don't think. Um, so that would be a somewhat lengthy process, I would imagine. I didn't uh, see that anywhere in what I've read. Uh, yeah, the state had provided guidance. This is going back a bit, on the top. like some years, um, that the town wasn't supposed to be leasing it um, for another use, that the restrictions were that it was either a public library or to be sold with the proceeds benefiting the library, I thought. Mm -hmm. It's in here. Sorry. Okay. Um, well, we're talking about, we're, we're discussing that. Steve, you found something with regards to that? Well, you sent out this flyer today. I'm not sure who wrote this, but if you look at bullet two, sub bullet F, it addresses that, where it talks specifically about how the select board engaged the Attorney General's office. Um, leasing does not satisfy the terms of the trust goes on to talk about continuing to hold properties in violation of the terms of the trust and contrary to the legal opinion of the Attorney General's office. Mm -hmm. That's what you share with us today. Yeah, but it doesn't say it can't be sold to the town. Yeah, all right. Tom. So when I when I propose that, I kind of I'm making a lot of assumptions. I, I think, and I can be corrected by Tom and the trust owns it as an entity. Freestanding entity, and they would sell it to the town. Yep. So it simply become from a library to a municipal building. Right. So it's, it's an entity, the trust, as a living entity, it would just transfer mm -hmm. to the and town. And then we would fulfill to your point. And we would fulfill right. the, yeah. the trust, trust and pay the land, and then maybe still generate that revenue for the library, the library, or excuse me, the library would get right. the sale money yeah. from the town. And however the rent goes, I don't know what they do with the property up at the cemetery now, but it would go to the general fund or however. Yeah. And wherever the rent would go. Right. We it's, to it's subsection F says exactly that, that the town can buy it. And there's nothing to say discovery being the part oh, yeah. Right. Could not in turn lease their property. So Discovery buys it two years from now, whatever. They could lease it, still retain ownership. I'm not a lawyer. And yeah. lease it to God lease it. Take something. So that could be the same for the town. Mm -hmm. Being a purchaser, The we can't just be a renter because we would be in violation of the terms of the trust, but once we're just another buyer, we then could engage in a, a lease agreement with the current tenant or another tenant, if that came to be. Right. Allison is next. Oh, Allison, I'm sorry. Oh, no, uh, all great points. Um, I fully support um, Tom's idea in regards to, you know, and touching on a few other things, we desire land, um, you know, and so it's appraisals are already over the value. So 
financially, it's in the best interest of the town, I believe, to buy it um, because it's already appraised higher than what it's worth. So even if we were to hold on to it and sell it to, you know, as we see fit, it w we would still make money off of it. Um, so again, um, I just think that to be fiscally responsible, um, it would be, and we had uh, a great amount of free cash, um, we could figure out how to use that and, and really come away with something. Addition, you know, we, we've lost opportunities, um, and I bring up Huzik, and Huzik's a ginormous building. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, this, the last time they went in there was 2019 to look at the space. And um, we've obviously seen some increase of, of need. So I, I think we would be doing a disservice to the town um, to not hold on to it. Um, and so I think um, I would be in favor of the town and my recommendation would be to buy it um, and whether it's rented back until we decide, but I think it's in the best interest for us to look at it for um, a school purpose or administration building. It's so close to Tucker um, and uh, it wouldn't, I know we would have to do renovations, but um, we, it would be a small comparison to what uh, we would be able to do with it. And in worst case too, we sell it and make some money off of it. <laughs> I mean, that's my recommendation. Thank you. Lori. I was just going to comment that it, the owner is the town of Milton library. And I'm not sure if it's the library trustees or the libraries or if they're one of the same, but I think the intent back to Emily, your point was that, I mean, part of the intent of the will was to make the library whole because if it wasn't going to be used as a library, we had to sell it. So, and yeah. then the library benefits. So the library would be benefiting. So I'm not a lawyer either, but <laughs> Amanda. Um, I fully understand the need that we've talked about for town land. I guess I just wonder, given that it looks like they've reached that. it. So if it were purchased by the town, it sounds like the town or whomever reached out to a number of entities within the town and there was no interest in it. So that just so. I wonder if we're spending money for a building that nobody in the, within the town has a need for. And I guess the um, the two other points are, if the town were to use it, I just worry about there's the cost to purchase it, but then to renovate it from being a two and a you know two rooms downstairs and one big room upstairs in order to renovate it to make it useful for the town. I I'm, would be concerned about the cost of that. And then finally, um, I, I would need to, I just wouldn't need to understand if it was appraised at 800. I understand that um, Discovery, the PNS is for 500, but if it's appraised at 800, what would that mean the town would be, what would we have to purchase it for? Would it have to be the appraised value or would it have to come in at the same rate that discovery is. So I just, I feel like there's that short-term cost that we're talking about, which um, I understand. Actually, I wanted to throw in one more thing, but I worry about the long-term cost. And finally, the last thing I'll say is I do think there's a lot of value in the fact that this is, um, 
that this is a school that, that, you know, it's the only school, the only preschool in town that does support, that takes vouchers, which I think is an important piece to support um, other people within the community who might not otherwise be able to give that kid, their kids that education or that support, so. Is Judy, then Jay, then Steve. Um, I think I heard that, and I, I wouldn't know how this would happen, but the town could make, I don't know how this would work, but I just floated out there. The town wouldn't have to, on the, on the purchase of this kidder property, wouldn't have to perhaps in the purchase and sale make, we're going to give you X amount of dollars now and then X amount of dollars each year to the trustees. And I don't even know if that is possible, but if it were, that would take the pressure off. And that would have to be, you know, we'll give you 100,000 right up front and then each year to make up to the 500. But in the meantime, the rent would be coming in and so to offset um, giving the trustees, like next year we owe you another 100000 So the rent would be coming in and that was, you know, what's left over from maintenance and would go towards the um, agreement that we owe you more money this year. Does that make sense? It does? Okay, thank you. Jay. Um, so there's a lot I like about that idea. I understand the idea is sell it to the town, and the town continues to lease it through the Discovery Schoolhouse. There's a lot I like about it, uh, but I have two hesitations right now. The first one is that that's sort of not what's in front of us. What's in front of us is the question, do we sell it to the Discovery Schoolhouse or not? And if we say, you know, we can say yes or no to that. And we don't really have the right to say that the town should buy it um so and i don't i don't even know so we're in violation mm -hmm. we've been in violation for several for multiple years of this i don't know what the consequences are i'm going to take six months it takes a year to sort it out i don't know the consequences are continuing to be in violation but so my, my first hesitation is that that's not the question we're being asked and my second hesitation is that i don't know if the town wants to buy it i don't know if mr milano is prepared to speak to does the select board want to buy this and own it as a town asset did this, did, was this considered? Uh, I, I, I would love to hear something along those lines. I can't. So, as long as I've been here, we haven't discussed um, whether this would be. Um, there aren't any pressing space needs at this moment that I would say that I make a definite one to one connection. We haven't engaged in that. Um, kind of long-term planning around facilities in, in a recent time. I mean, the other piece to, to remember here is that um, once the fire station um, behind here is complete, is that there will be an additional meeting room on that first floor. In addition, they are maintaining the second and third floor. So that presents an opportunity as well as challenge in terms of financial, what would we do with that? But there is potential space freeing up across the town facilities um, that we would need to have a long-term plan for. So right now I can't speak to some immediate dire need, 
it's more space better than less space, of course. But yeah, it, we have not identified or had conversations about this location as a place to go. If I if I can clarify, I think the idea is that the town would buy the property and continue to lease it to Discovery Schoolhouse, well, not use enough. it as. That, that, that's what I understand the proposal was. So it would just be like a financial transaction for the town. Right. And the use would stay the same. So you say we don't have town needs for that. So both will work with the town. I thought you were going in the direction of if the town did buy it. So yeah, I answered it. If, if the question. town buys it and continues to lease the Discovery Schoolhouse yep. for the next decade, mm -hmm. was that discussed at all? You know? I don't think any party here was really necessarily looking to go down the road of a sale if it wasn't required. And I think that's capturing, I think all parties, as far as I understand, were content with kind of the status quo. The move to, to push to sell was in reference to, to the um, decree and making sure we adhere to that. So to answer your question, I don't think there that would be, it wasn't necessarily discussed with whether we should continue it, but I also don't think there was anybody looking to sell just to sell it, other than that it would get the library a big deposit of cash that would then be able to be used as a endowment fund going forward. So I think there is merits to that piece of it. Nick, can I ask you a question? Um, have you seen how Town Planner and Planning Board um, handle land use? Have you discussed with them? It sounds like there hasn't been any recent discussion since you've been of, of this use of this property. Seeing how they can, they manage land use. Yeah, my understanding is this was not, um, there, has, there wasn't a conversation as far as I know, with the planning board in particular. So we haven't had any opinions from that? It's not to my knowledge. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So what I read today was the last time that the town looked at this property was 2017, which is a long time ago, and decided we didn't want it for the school, we didn't want it for the fire department, we wanted it for the police department, didn't want it for the town. Things have changed a lot since that time. And before we make a decision on buying or selling or whatever we do, we should go back and recircle around. It's like, all I hear is we need a school, we need a school, we need a school, we need this, we need this, we need this. That's a piece of property for a half a million dollars we could buy. And from what I can tell, it's good, good property. Maybe we, we do it for administration. Maybe we put preschool in there. Whatever we do, I think it's just, ridiculous that we don't relook at it because 2017 is a long time ago and things have changed significantly the, the the amount of kids in our schools have changed and everything else has changed in town let's go back and be sensible and go back look at it again and just don't make a decision tomorrow to sell sell the property right i also have a concern with the protocols of those who are in place we have elected officials like the planning board and the town planner who look at the town use of land and they haven't offered us any recommendation or right and that to me is so just in terms of town departmental use we wouldn't look to the planning director or the planning board for land whether use. the part the land use certainly yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes. yeah but the land use but all I hear in this town is we complain about we have no space, we have no buildings, we have no space, we have no buildings, and we have a building, and we're going to sell it for half a million dollars and lose it. So let's let's think about it a little bit before we do that. Thank you, Nick. Sorry. Thank you. Does anybody answer any 
I have one other okay. question because I know um, one thing that's come up is like the cost for maintenance and repairs. Is there concern? I mean, I would think the other part of the town continuing to hold this property is like, is it somewhat of a liability um, with the age and condition of the property? Um, yeah, I no, that's that's a long term cost for the town, even with the art. Our lease with the Milton Art Center is is there responsible for some maintenance and upkeep, but the town takes on the bigger projects. And at a recent select board meeting, there's talk of installing a new driveway at the Art Center, but that would be the town taking its rental payments and paying for the driveway. So um, those larger maintenance projects at any of these facilities that the town still owns, typically it's the town's obligation to, to pay for. Like the wharf. Does the town own the art center store? Correct. And I, is that not part of like this whole library issue? That um, I don't, anybody, Tom seems very knowledgeable about it, mm -hmm. that um, it has to be used for a library? No, that is not subject to the, this That's a property different one. was okay. acquired by the town for different uh, purposes. Got it. I don't know, branch libraries. Nick, would you be able to weigh in on, and, and if you can't, I understand, like the difference it costs. So, for example, if it's being purchased currently for 500, would that, like, say, say it went back, would there be, like, how, since we own it, how do you negotiate with yourself? Like, how do you, how would you assess a fair market value if the town were to purchase it? Do you have any idea I about that? I think it's it's what you... So a couple of factors. You can assess fair market value by doing an appraisal. Mm -hmm. um, alternatively, you can put the property out and see what you get. Granted, there are some evaluation criteria that may have limited the market or, or depressed the market a little bit in this mm -hmm. case. But um, if I would, ha I would defer to town council on that, okay. but I think fair market value would be what would have to be required if there was any mechanism or ability to satisfy... Um, the, the Supreme Judicial Court's decree um, in order for the town of Milton under the select board to own and control that facility. I can't speak to that, but I imagine it would have to start with a payment at fair market value. So can I just say a follow-up? So when it says um, an appraisal that the town completed um, and determined the best and highest use of the property was for a developer to demolish the building, subdivide the lot. So when, you, when that said, is that the town determining that or the appraiser and the appraiser looked at what was buildable and allowable by zoning. Mm -hmm. um, and in that district, you can build, you can build actually up to two family on lots of those sizes. I think they're about 11,000 square feet each. Mm -hmm. You can build a two family if on either side of you, there are two families. Otherwise you can only build one family. So in that case, and in that scenario where the appraiser arrived at a value was subdividing it, to build two single family homes on those 11,000 square foot approximate lots. And that would, he came up with a value of about $800,000. And then the second part of that was then he looked, the appraiser looked at comps of a private or church use, putting their property up for sale mm -hmm. and maintaining that use and seeing if there are any comparables that were at a higher per square foot price mm -hmm. than $800,000. And he determined that there wasn't. So at the end of the day, 
the highest and best use in the fair market value based on the appraisal was the $800,000 going down to just demolish and sell as buildable lots. Okay, thank you. Allison, as she was first, she had her hand yeah. up. Um, there wouldn't be any reason to believe though that, I mean, there's we would have it at 500, what, I mean, the town would if they were getting it for five, that we would be paying more than five, because we would be meeting the need of the trustees and paying that. We're very far out my uh, yeah. my expertise. But so. I mean, it just—I wouldn't see it going up. So that I was, uh, that was just my um, question. Is I mean, if we were doing five for discovery, why would we do? The town have to pay eight. Yeah, I I think that'd be a good place to start. I yeah. I just think somebody would have to decide what the fair market value is but, in that scenario. Um, Adds to that, I'm just comment. It'd be interesting. I think the trustees would probably have to weigh into that because they're the ones selling it, and they have to do what's best for the trust. So, in this case, I'm pretty sure that the it's not as comparable as to some of the other trust examples. And in which case, the select board is acting. They are the owners of the building, but they have to manage the building in accordance with that decree. So it's not. Again, but so I think yeah. the solution thrown on the table is possible, but I can't speak to whether that's legally well, the town owns or not. a building, not the select board. Correct, right? Acting to the select board. So, so just to my original point, I, th this is like something I think the committee should think about. And if you go in a time machine and you go forward, and you have an MBTA community, and not zoned within MBTA communities, that changes the game of that parcel tremendously. Mm. That's correct. Station, linear Street, yeah. you know, changes the value dramatically. And I'm not I'm saying, you know, that's a big discussion down the road, mm -hmm. right? But just if you think about it that way, it could really change how a person or a company can look at that property and their its value. Yeah, that's future, but that's something we're deciding future, today. No, but it's I like I said, like this is just something that yeah, I just yeah. popped into my head. Like, yeah, no, no. There's a dramatic change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying, but it's something that you should just think about. What could we be talking about? Yeah, yeah. Do we have any Zoom hands? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Emily. Oh, Oh, Let's go to Zoom. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. So just one thought. Um, I appreciate the thoughts. And uh, this is a town, a land starved town, as we know. And I do believe that land is the most precious resource. And so we should be thinking about ways to, to retain land where possible. So I'm generally in agreement with that, that uh, sense of thinking um, in places where it makes sense. The question I have is around the, the plan that's being proposed to buy the land, to, to buy the, 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 the property by the town. Is this, with this set of precedent, and I want us to consider for how to get outside of the will, outside and around wills and deeds and, and towns where people lay out the declaration of how they want this done. Right, it seems that by doing this, we're doing this to subvert the will of, of Nathaniel Chitter, right? And, and to, to get or find a way, buying that out from under them, the town holding the value, and then making more money later. Um, and so I just, 
think about, I want to caution us to think about that is, do we want to set that precedent as a way of getting around that which people have laid out their desires to be? JJ. Um, I, I think I think I agree with Tom's idea and plan. I'd, I'd love to see it be bought by the town. Um, I just worry about the logistics of making that happen and if the money is there and if it will happen as quickly as it needs to happen in order to um, avoid you know, the judicial system uh, saying that it's, that we're, we're violating the law and that it's not gonna work. That's all I worry about really, but that's it. Well, I think it was Emily and then Steve. I think, I mean, I, I get the, the desire because it is like there, we need space for things. I think like on the face of it, it seems like this opportunity, but it is, it is like Mr. Milano said, it's kind of weird property. Like it looks beautiful, but it's not that big. It's a half an acre. Whereas I know for the schools, although that's not the only area that needs space necessarily. Um, although it sounds like there weren't other like big office needs, especially given that there might be more space soon. Um, but I think it's kind of telling that like, I think three RFPs were put out and only one time did someone else respond and they responded with less. Like there's, yeah, like, and land is so scarce that I think it's telling that there was little interest from other people as well because it is a weird space and like what it works for. Again, like some of the reasons why I think it works for like a preschool and for like the toddler room wouldn't translate well to other purposes. Um, and it's just pretty narrow, pretty small. Um, it's, yeah, it's, and it's a beautiful building, um, but to be used for other purposes, I think would have to fundamentally change. Um, and I just, yeah, I think it works well for what it's used for right now. And I just, I think there's a reason why people have looked and not been interested. So I move to vote for or against this. Okay. I do want to add to that. Sorry. Like, could, I, I don't want to cut your book, but I have a question regarding the motion, a motion like that. Can we, could I, could we put a motion in to defer it back to planning board for, for a question on opinion for uh, recommendation for town land use? It's okay. Yeah. No problem. Oh, Nick. I, I just <laughs> like to correct an earlier statement. So, yeah. um, Will pointed out to me that the trustees did in the library did engage in a number of departments, including planning board and the planning department back in 2019 as well. So I just want to, I misspoke, so I just wanted to clarify that before it was taken to the bank. Yep, and so could you please just complete complete the picture. The the statement originally yeah. was, mm -hmm. what did you originally say that you want to clarify, Nick? Um, Allison had asked if I, if the planning board was consulted and the planning department was consulted, and I had said, to my knowledge, no, but Will did correct that that is incorrect. So, so they were consulted, and then is it safe to... Really? Yes. Yeah. 
19, and is it safe to assume that as a result of the consultation that they showed no interest and they showed no interest in pursuing this property for their purposes of the town? Is that a fair assumption? Well, just to complete the uh, just to complete the thought. Sorry. So back in um, from 2014 to 2019, uh, the library trustees were leading this discussion before the um, uh, the ruling that it was the select board to, to lead it. Um, so as recently as 2019, which is a long time ago now, I, I appreciate that uh, the trustees uh, worked with and had tours of the building with members of the select board, the town administrator. Okay. The town planner, the planning board, the master planning committee, the parks department, the school department, the building commissioner, and members of the historical commission. All at that time, uh, we had public meetings as well, looking for any recommendations for alternate uses of that property um, to be brought to the trustees or the select board. And there were no other alternates brought from uh, members of those groups at that time. Is that clarify? And what year was that? Um, 19 was the most recent year. Thank you. Sorry. So, uh, Allison? I just, um, I guess I, 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 don't, I don't understand why, if it was done in 2019 um, and you reviewed it, why this article then, so we're four years later. So like, I, I just, I'm curious, like I could see if we were doing 2019 and then the warrant, the article came right after and then you're like, oh, okay. like. It go hand in hand. Like they, they looked at it, they gave us, they didn't even have a recommendation. But now we're like four years later and we have a new administrator, we have a new, who has not seen our a new town planner, new planning board, new. So I'm just wondering if it's possible to go back and ask for a recommendation before this article. I agree. For land, because like, I those are the people that I would want to so the article is put, I'll get, I'll, I have you on the list. I have one have, small thing to say. I have you on the list. The, well, Lori gets to go first. Okay. The, you can go first. <laughs> Spoiled. <laughs> I, can I just clear, um, make a comment about the 2019 language? Yep. Um, that's because there was an article in the 2019 town meeting where the trustees were looking to sell the building. That's kind of why that's the demarcation. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, I mean, the, the, we have in the past voted to refer that, to refer like to the select board. So, because the article is put forward by select board so we could refer to the select board we don't do like a hot potato thing where we go from the select board to the planning board to, right to if we felt that there was you know more work to be done it, it appears to me that this the kidder library issue has been a live issue for a long time and it was back before us in 2019. You know, ah, shucks, maybe I'm getting old. Doesn't actually seem that long ago to me. <laughs> in, 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 you know, in terms of, you know, the history of our town. Like, 
Reagan was president, right? <laughs> so um, it, to, to me, it's it's not actually, and it's not, and it's been a live issue. So it's not like the issue of the Kidder has gone away. If anybody had an interest in the property, we'd be hearing from them. It, it does appear that the town and the departments have taken a pass. So I, I think with regards to with, with regards to that, it sounds like back in 2019, the last time that this was vetted, the town came in, said we're taking a pass. So so I I so I I would um, that's something to consider. Next on the list is Lori. I had two questions. When did we get the decree from the attorney general's office? Does anyone know that? So there's the original. Supreme Judicial Court decree, which is 1928. But we went back to the Attorney General. This mm -hmm. is that was the Select Board requested an opinion. I have a town opinion from Town Council where he has to into Hain from 2020. Okay. And then it went out in an RFP process. In, in March 2021 was the date of the most recent response from Discovery. And when, like, do you put a for sale sign on the building, or do you? What's the yeah, RFP yeah, process? Sure. So anytime <laughs> I've never seen a for sale sign on front of the building. <laughs> there's a disposition of um, real property in a city or town. You can issue an RFP, which allows you to build in evaluation criteria, or you can just issue an invitation for bids. In which case, you're just seeking uh, price proposals. Um, either case, there's an advertisement in a local newspaper. We always go on the Milton Times at least 30 days beforehand. You have to advertise in what's called the Central Register, which is an advertisement that's put out by the Secretary of State. Um, I think those are the two main advertising places um, we put on our website. Um, bids are out, the bid documents are always accessible on our website, so that's how it's advertised. Um, and typically what you'll do is you'll notify people that you know are perhaps interested in, in the work or in, in acquiring the property. Um, so in this case, we certainly, Discovery was interested, right. so it was, it was forwarded to them um, when we were posting it, likewise everywhere else. Okay. Right, thank you. Goes Judy, then Jay. Judy? Uh, thank you. Um, I just had a, a, a thought. We currently rent office space in Quincy for two town employees. Now, I don't know what, the, what we pay in rent. I don't know all the particulars of the financials of that. But the reason given when I asked a question why we are renting space for town employees to do their function in the retirement um, fund, I was given an answer that there was no room in the town hall here where people work. Put that aside. And <laughs> so that's a thought to consider that as recently as this budget, when I made that inquiry, I was told, I don't know how long we've been renting there either. I didn't delve deeper into that issue during the budget discussions. But we are still um, putting town employees doing town work 
in a rented office space, not even in our town. <coughs> I mean, a business in our town's money, you could say. Um, in that regard, we have, I'm not saying we want to put these town employees into the kidder today. What I am saying is, um, when we're out of town renting, why are we giving up a small space? Certainly enough space for two employees. It would seem to me, because I actually am been in town long enough to have gone to the Kidder Library when it was a library, because I could walk there, and it was so much fun. And uh, I just point that out. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Do you want to do you want to respond? Oh, I, I'm not sure uh, wanted a response. It's I think I was making board. that. Um, it's a Milton retirement board, and they did look for space in Milton. The place was much more expensive than it would have been to, to locate in Quincy. And yeah, if you know, if the question is why wouldn't we bring them here, but then it's also 4,600 square feet for two people is probably not very. Oh, well, we could hire Tom. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then Jay. Okay, uh, real quick, the pension office pays $1,072 a month in rent, or at least they did a year ago. So that's something. Um, can, Mr. Milano, can you repeat the whole uh, right of first refusal issue that's being built into this? Sure, so if Discovery looks to sell to a, some, a third party, they have to first come to the town. The town has um, a time period at which it can review and um, make a proposal and, and try to buy the property from Discovery. Um, if the town declines to do so, or to accept the offer at that price, Discovery then has the option to go out and find a third party buyer, um, but they cannot sell it at, 90, at a price that's 95%, less than 90% of the offer to the town. So um, they can't go out and find some um, it has to be oh, commensurate sure. with the town's. Okay, the town so if they offer it to the town for $10 million, the town says no, they can't then sell it right. for three quarters right. of a million to somebody right. else. And then um, right. if they do, um, and then there's time limits as to which they have to go out and find these third parties, and then a right of first refusal will kick in if um, at a later date, depending on how the transactions go and the process goes out down the line. All right, so I, that's definitely far outside of my expertise, but I, I do think that makes me feel a lot better about selling it because what does that practically mean? That practically means this building would be used as Discovery Schoolhouse until it's not, and then the town could buy it back. And Discovery, it's a nonprofit, which again, we're talking about things outside of my expertise, but I assume the nonprofit has limits and what they can do. They can't make it into a Kentucky Fried Chicken. They have to keep it running as a preschool. So it's gonna be Discovery Preschool, again, until it's not, and then the town can buy it back, which practically speaking is what would happen if the town buys it and then leases it to them until they decide to not. So where that brings me to is, if we had in front of us the choice between we can choose to say, we're selling it to Discovery Schoolhouse, or we're selling it to the town of Milton who release it to the Discovery Schoolhouse. If those are our two choices tonight, I might choose the second one, but those aren't our two choices tonight. The select board has not said they want to buy it. The select board has not 
offer to buy it. That's not within our power tonight. So I, I see the appeal of it, but the right of first refusal, as well as the fact that it would keep doing what it's doing right now, as much as I like the other option, it, it's not an option in front of us tonight. So that makes me okay with the, the sale. I'll just say that. And I'd just like to take the prerogative of the chair it's, as we're getting to it's 825 and that Jay brings up a good point just to sort of let's let's start bringing it home. Yep. The issue is going to be, you know, it's yes or no on the article. So, you know, if if one theoretically was you know wanting to uh, have the town buy it, so that's a no, right? So, um, just, just, let's. May I ask a question regarding that? Yeah, and you know what? And you actually are up anyway. So, <laughs> um, I, my question is, why can we go back though, seeing how it's been four years? I know you don't think it's a long time, but for me, it feels like we have major change with the schools and things in the town, and, and you know, so. I, I think personally it would be nice to hear from um, people for the land use, um, even though um, they were asked, um, the town planner, I, I, I think we should go back to select board and ask for them to go back and talk to the planning board and the town planner to give us more of their recommendation for it. Additionally, um, I know it's not up, but um, we could, um, you know, and well, I guess it would be about the sale, but I would, or the town buying it, but I just, the real estate, we could then sell it, you know, next year and make money off of it. So that makes me um, say, like, we really should be considering a no vote on this because this is a big opportunity lost. Yes. And for many reasons. Um, not only are we not getting the input from the people that we need to get input for and I don't know if that I can make a motion for that, but um, I would highly suggest that we talk to the people that are responsible for the land use in this town um, and getting their input first and foremost, um, because those people have changed. And um, I have yet to see even what, um, what, what that documentation from 2019 that was not sent over. So um, yeah, I, that would be my, my vote. Um, and my motion, if that was possible, to send it back. Okay, so let me just, it was Allison. Then ne next up, we we have Tom, then Amanda. But just to get to what you're, what you're talking about here, Allison, is that there is a motion that we could do to, to send it back to the select board. Now, we've done things in the past where we sent things back where we did not think that things enough time had gone in, there was enough things had been vetted where we had such significant questions. We, like normally that would be the kind of thing that would come from the planning board. In this situation that we're in, where, where you know, Kidder's been a, a live issue for years, the select, the select board, you know, the players were, were brought in at least in 2019. The select board has gone through, a, I would suggest, a multi-month negotiation process resulting in a PNS. So, I, I, you brought up a couple possible motions. You know, one would be the motion to refer back. My sense is that 
you know, refer it back to do more work in vetting after they've gone through all of this process to come with, with a signed PNS, you know, I might suggest that just a no vote on the motion might be more appropriate. But if you want to make the motion, you can. So the mo a motion would be to, send to, to refer, you know, and then in our comment, you know, we, we would say these are the reasons why we, we sent this to the select board for further. My sense is, is that the comment that would be written for that motion, if it were to pass, would be very similar to that comment that would be for a no, if that were to pass, that the, the reason why, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just going to throw that out there as for purposes of um, creating a roadmap for going forward to a vote. You know, that the possibility of the refer back versus just a, a straight up vote on the um, to, to the article. Now, next is I had Tom, then Amanda, and I, Jay, did I see your hand yeah, up? Yeah. So, Tom? Yeah, um, just going off of what Judy and Jay said, just about the pension, renting for the pension, and renting for um, the retirement board, just an expanding town, and, you know, the 40, 40 developments, and the group community don't know what the future's going to hold, and that could be a very valuable space in the future. So, I just say it's an incredible job to know. Um, can I don't know if um, Nick could answer this, but so say it say that we went for say that the proposal or there was some suggestion that the town purchased the land. Can you explain what the process for that would be? Because is it the select board who would decide that they want to purchase it? In which case, the select board is the one making the recommendation to sell it. So I just don't understand. If they wanted to, it just feels like if the select board's inclination was to buy it, then they would have made a proposal to purchase it. And so, but maybe I'm not understanding the process. It's, it's an interesting one. I would check with town council and circle back with you. Okay. Um, but the, I would have to get back to you, but I'm sure if it's possible as a solution, then you could lay out how that process might look. He, he the he, town, town council. council. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't for you right now. Okay, I'm just trying to understand how it would work if that were the if that was what went back. Yeah, it's a little bit easier in the comparison with the governor's stone trustees because the select board is specifically in that role and identified as the trustees for it. I don't know if that's the case here, and, and there's an interplay. They wear their trustees hat one day, and the select select board hat the other day. So I would that would be the easiest kind of comparison to look at, but I don't know if that's the case um, where how this is set up as well. So. Okay. I can um, check with them and we'll circle that. Okay, that's fine. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Jay okay. is next. Yeah, um, I, I feel like we caught Mr. Milano off guard with our idea of going this direction. <laughs> I would feel a whole lot better with the decision one way or the other if we heard from the select board, yeah, that's a really good idea. We'll consider buying it. Or no, we thought about it and the answer is no, or from town council or something. So I don't know if this body could... If we could get some answers in the next few days and this body could meet maybe on Thursday and 
have a recommendation or, you know, we're meeting before town meeting Monday and Tuesday. I don't want to procrastinate more than we have to. I would just feel a lot better one way or the other if I heard from the select board, yeah, great idea, let's do it, or no terrible idea, here's why. Um, so I, I think I'm sort of proposing to this body that we not have a binding vote tonight. That's not really a motion. I don't know what it is. It's a suggestion. It's a table. Oh, maybe it is. Continue my motion. I, I want to vote on it tonight. I don't want to have another meeting and another meeting and another meeting and whatever. I know what I feel, and I think everybody in the room probably does, and maybe not you, but everybody else I think does. I don't. So, I don't. this has been going on for long years. If it tables, it would have to be to us a, a temporary table to a specific date, Mr. Chair. Well, yeah, I think, well, not necessarily, but we were, town meeting is Monday. next Monday. Monday, and then we have a 48-hour notice requirement. So if we were to, the earliest we could meet. Thursday. Thursday, if the select board. I would, that's where I was going to go, the logistics of the select board meeting well, is been a challenge tenants. anyway. Well, I don't know if they would have to meet. No, I know, and I'm just going to say that I could speak to the members and, and convey, but the board will be changing slightly or or more than slightly in the composition right. of it tomorrow. So, oh, right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I, can't, I can't guarantee when I'd be able to get a very clear answer from some of the members. It's just, let's so, just, and I, would want, I just want to be transparent about that. The board. So, does anybody want to second my? Right. Right. Can you, what is your motion? My motion is to vote on the. the to, to support? Support or against. Motion to vote on this. Does have a rephrase? Do you, you're voting to recommend that they yeah. support or do not support? Uh, I'm, I'm against it. I'm just recommending that we vote on it, whether we're for or against it. I think, is that more of just like a, does that like that you're saying, like, why don't Yeah, so. <laughs> just make a decision. All right, so the, so the motion is, sorry, are you saying you're moving the question? Is that you're, is that you want to go to a vote on the Yes, the article. Yes. Okay, so because it's germane to the conversation of we're kind of having a do we vote or do we table vote right now? Well, if you vote no, then you're tabling it. No. So the yeah. question is: is I think do we do we want to vote affirmatively on Article Twenty Seven? So I hear your motion as a as a it's basically a. Motion to move the question. Are we going to okay. vote on 27? So the, I'm interpreting that as a motion to move the question to vote on 27. Is there a second to move the question to vote on 27? I did not hear a second. That means we're just going to take the vote. We're going to take the vote. And be done. Yes. Take the vote to vote. You're voting to vote. <laughs> yeah, We're right. voting to vote. Voting it's right. the motion to move the question. Are so, we to suspend the debate and to go to the vote and have a vote? Because second, can you, that is seconded. So can you clarify what a no vote and a yes yeah. vote would mean? I'm sorry. Would be, I don't to, ta would be to either it would be to continue the discussion or table it. Could clarification? Could yes, clarification. Judy. Yep. 
Um, I believe his motion is to vote on Article 27, the same as we voted on 40 other articles in this form. And then people say, yes, I'm for Article Okay, hold on, Shruti, no, thanks. The, as a chair, okay. I find that his order was a motion to move the question to see if we want to go to a vote. Oh, all right. Okay, do we want to go to a vote? So if you vote, I'm going to call for the roll call vote. If you vote yes, then we will move to a vote on the article. Okay. Okay, if you vote yes, we're going to move to a vote on the article. Does anybody have any questions about that? If we move to a vote on the article or we table it, table it means that we are going sending it back to the select board, but I no, no. not necessarily. Okay, so we just we would table it. We would table it. It would it sounds like we what we would tr do is try to schedule a, another meeting. So the quite all right, so we're moving the question, the vote now is if you vote yes in favor of moving the question that we would then go to a vote on the article okay a yes vote goes to a vote on the article yep it was seconded by laurie connolly yep nope thank you yep nope it was seconded by laurie connolly um madam clerk would you please conduct a roll call vote on the on the moving of the Previous question. Yes, Emily. So I'm sorry. This so for me, it's hard for me to vote yes or no because I feel like I don't have a sense of like if they're like how other people feel. Like it, I to me, if there are people who feel like they need information to make a vote, that impacts whether I would be comfortable with moving the question or not. If that makes sense. That like. I want to know other people's comfort level before I myself vote. Because okay. I wouldn't want anyone to feel pressured to vote if they just feel like we need that answer. Is there any discussion on the motion? Emily's asking for people's comfort level with regards to whether they want it would be, you know, needing more additional time by way of tabling. Amanda. Well, I guess my question would be, I mean, some of it for me would be around um, how that would work if if the town were to purchase, if the town were to be inclined to purchase it. But I guess the second half of that is knowing that there is an election, like if the select board changes. So I don't know that that really, you know, it could conceivably change in some way. So I don't know how, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know then it's it's new people so i guess that would be the outstanding issue for me but i don't know that that would get answered so i don't know if that made any sense it's it's hard because like listen we we can assume by virtue of the select board engaging in the negotiations putting this forward putting this mm -hmm. article before us in the warrant that the select board is in favor of the sale currently in its current composition and is not anticipating purchasing it on behalf of the town. This is what they're putting in front of us. Could that change after tomorrow's election? 
Sure. Okay. Right. What's the effect of that unknown? Right. I think we're the motion that we have before us right now in, that we are discussion discussing is to move the previous question, which is to take twenty seven to a vote. Um, part of the discussion is, you know, it's like I, I think Emily's kind of just looking for a real gut check. Are there people who would be voting? not to move the question because they would be holding out to table it for further discussion in another meeting at some future time. It was Jay, uh, then Laurie. Yeah, I'll, I'll be very brief because I already spoke. I guess I would say the, the members of the select board will change tomorrow, but I'd like to hear, yes, we already talked about this idea and here's why it stinks or yeah, you know, we could learn from town council and from sort of the background of what was discussed on this, all that I need to know, and not like a vote of the five members who will be changed. Lori. I guess I would to comment on your comment, but was town council at all of the meetings when the select board was discussing it, and will town council actually know? So, you know, and then, then if we're looking for that, we still have the people that deal with land management and our land policy that we are lacking. And are we going to get that information as well? Because that, I think, has bearing. And we're out of time mm -hmm. because the meeting is in seven days. Yep. Allison. That would be my, if I, we're not getting, we're only getting select board, I would, I would refer us back to the people who are on the land use problem. Um, to give us a recommendation. I think that's going to be the most valuable um, to put forward. Um, so for me, if we aren't going to do that, I would be a no vote for tonight. If we are going to um, ask the people that are in charge of the land use and the town planner and um, really do give us the most concrete information, then I would be for you. I like just, the chair? But if, but if, I know if we're only going to talk to the select board, because I, I don't, I think if we're going to do our due diligence and really see what uh, use of the property would be, we need to talk to the people that are in charge of the use, not the select board. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, to get a meeting of that would be after would be after yeah. so, so how would you get that we, we would have for, we would have to in the article say right that it, it was right i mean well if we don't if we if we table it like so town meeting is on monday yes. um so currently right now in the warrant there's no recommendation at this time um that's that's what's here if we were to say that we need to conduct a series of meetings to bring the stakeholders together, you know, to hear, you know, all of these things, this is going to happen after town meeting. The other thing, could they all, could they vote on it? Could planning board vote on it before the meeting? Well, I'm not sure. Well, or like every other. So they would have to. They would have to post within four, 48 hours prior to their meeting, which we would require of them to occur no later than Friday at midnight. That this warrant committee wants the planning board, who is not involved in this in any way so far. Well, this is their property. I don't think it's. 
But if they ask us to do an overnight or to fact check and do discovery, no, but I, we wouldn't be able to do it either. I mean, what we have. I love your idea. Well, I just want the look. I want people who are in charge of right. Yeah, yeah. It's just. That's, uh, How do we get the men? I no, so then I say we table it, and or I mean we wait, and or I get double. That's just my thought. Yeah. So go for it. Okay, hold on. It's Steve. Then Steve. Yeah, I just have a question. So they push us into a corner, last minute. We don't have a chance to evaluate it. And I agree with Allison about we'd like to have more investigation and understand and have some people in front of us that understand it. But they're not allowing us to do that. So they're pushing this through again, which they do all the time. And so what 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 are what can we do as as a as as a warrant committee? You know, right. So I, I totally agree with Allison said. I mean, I'd like to have some more information before I make a decision. But if I have to make a decision today, it's easy. It's a no because I don't have enough information to make a smart decision. Hmm. So one way of doing that is it is that it's a no and then the comment. Right. Is that the con the concerns? Right, because like the table it option is the table it option is we need more time. We want to hear from more people because yes. these are the concerns that we have. We need more time. We want to hear more people. That could be done with the, that could be done with the no. Like if, if we table this, I think the green sheet. I was talking with with I was talking to the town moderator about like our, how to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, like he would need, if we, if we came out with a recommendation tonight, they would want to have the comment drafted and put on the green sheet and you'd present on it. Wednesday right. so that they could post this to the town on the website so that the town could have time to review this mm -hmm. and to use it, use it. You know, if we table this, so the soonest that we can meet is Thursday. If we get this, if we table this and are able to get the people that we want to have here, if we're e able to do that and make a decision, there's going to be concerns that we're not going to be able to get to the town meeting, like our recommendation in a real way. Mm -hmm. um, Emily. I, just, I think, I mean, I know this feels so late, but I just feel like we have been getting updates. So I just want to say, like, I don't think it's an intentional, like, pushing us into a corner. I think like getting the terms of a PNS, it takes time. Like you want to make sure the document is well thought out. So I know, I know that I missed the last- It's been four years. It's not last meeting. Letter, letter. I know that I missed the last meeting, but I heard of two prior updates, I think, from Mr. Milano. So I think actually something that I'm now thinking is that you know, we as a committee have a responsibility as well. And a lot of these questions in my mind, why didn't we ask them? Like, did, I don't think we needed the PNS to ask these questions. If we had wanted to explore like the town's potential interests, it just, that doesn't feel like something that had to wait. And again, I don't think there's any ill intent. 
But I think equally, like, that is a question that we could have asked sooner. And I think, like, we need to take ownership of that as well, that there would have been more time if we had asked this back when Mr. Milano made the first presentation. And, like, we knew this was coming. We knew that there was a PNS work being worked out. I mean, I know we also know with Bonbon, like, things can happen, things can change. Um, in this case, things proceeded kind of as we were told. Um, so that's just front of mind for me right now, that like this is something we probably could have requested earlier. And again, I don't think there's any ill intent in it not being asked earlier. Um, but yeah, we are where we are with when town meeting starts. And I think that, Emily, it's true, is that we had, we did have basically this presentation without the PNS. It was not that long ago, I think, because it was we knew that this was coming. We had the presentation. We just didn't have the PNS. I think that uh, my sense is just from what we're hearing, some of these questions, it, they're 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 fair assumptions at this time. Like the select board's not. The current select board is not doesn't want to buy the town, or doesn't want to buy the library. They put forward, they've signed the PNS to sell it. You know, we've we've heard from other parts of the town that they're they're not interested in it. It sounds like if there if we were going to do something other than sell it to the discovery school, the, the, what I've heard articulated here at the Warren Committee is that the town buys it and continues to rent it to the discovery school. So, I mean, if that was the intent of the Warren Committee, that could be effectuated by a no vote and a comment that states as such. Lori. So I do agree with you, Emily. I think that there we have known that this is coming. And for me personally, when Jay, like this, I think we, we met on 3-1. So we hadn't gone through all of the budgets. We hadn't had any of the free cash conversations. We didn't know we had four and a half million in free cash. We didn't know everything that we know today i think in the last six weeks or seven weeks we've learned a lot more and jay said at that meeting we should not sell why are we not selling this is land we have it and what are we talking about and i think we were focused on i was focused on you know the intent of you know following the intent of of the the will the trust um we should we do need to sell it but it never crossed my mind to, to buy it, have the town buy it. That wasn't even in the realm of possibility. It was, you know, we shouldn't sell it. We should hold on to it. But the holding on to it meant that the library trustees would be holding on to it in, in reality, right? But what the intent is, is for the library trustees, if it's not going to be a library, to have the cash from the sale of the building in order to fund the library. So this is like a new, new idea that, I feel like has just come onto the table, which is very different than just the same, the same, you know, sell it or not sell it. It's the town buy it. 
Okay, so the motion on the table that has been made and seconded was to move the question, which is to take 27 to a vote, okay? So the, the question is, is the motion is, do we take 27 to the vote? Are we ready to vote on the motion? Hearing, not hearing anybody say we're not ready to vote on the motion. Madam Clerk, we do a roll call vote, please. Sure. Emily? If you could come back to me. Okay. No. So, JJ? No. Steve Geister? I'm confused. I'm betting yes, meaning we want to. If you vote yes, you're voting to go to the to the vote. I'm confused. Go to the vote. You're not. You're not voting. Move the question. That if you want to resume the in the passes, we would be voting on the article. Yes. Tom. Yes. Lori. Yes. Allison? Yes. Jereen? No. Amanda? Um, yes. Jeudy? Yes. Steve Ryans? Yes. Jay? No. Uh, Emma? No. 75? Okay. I concur. So the motion to move the question carries so that so then we are going to move to vote on Article 27 to see if the town will vote to authorize select board. Emily has a hand up. Emily is making a motion. Right. Then I will make a motion that we recommend the, or the, the um, authorize the town. Okay, so Emily has made a motion. Second. Made seconded by Jay to recommend to town meeting to authorize the select board to sell former Kidder Branch Library. So if you vote yes, you are voting to sell the Kidder Branch Library. Does anyone have any questions about that? Okay, the motion has been made and seconded to sell the library. Madam Clark, would you please conduct the roll call vote? Emily? Yes. Ohani? Yes. JJ? No. Steve Geister? No. Tom? No. Lori? No. Allison? Jereen? Yes. Amanda? Yes. Judy? No. Steve Rines? No. Jay? Yes. Does not carry? 5-7? I concur by a vote of... Seven no's to five yeses. 
the motion to sell the library refer to Article 27 of the warrant does not carry. It would be the warrant committee's recommendation that it not be sold. Steve. So will you present that at town meeting? I don't know the logistics. Right, so I'm gonna ask for help in drafting the comment. I will talk about that after the meeting. Um, I, will, I will probably, uh, I'm gonna need assistance with that. And, but yeah, so what will happen is that the, we'll green sheet this. And that we will present to the town moderator a comment. So we'll have to get this together. And um, that will go to the town. I think that what we would do, we will need to be clear to the, we will need to be clear to the town, you know, the concerns that the prevailing knows had with regards to the sale. Um, Do you want our comments? So, um, moving on. I have a quick question. Yes. Is this a majority or two thirds vote? The two thirds? Okay. I, I, I don't know. Any land transfers? Any two thirds? Okay. Two thirds. Okay. Next agenda item is the minutes. Minutes of multiple meetings were um, distributed. I'm sure that everyone took a good look at those. Oh yeah. Did anyone have any um, any concerns, any edits? Can we, is there anyone who would like to make a motion to adopt the minutes? Make a motion to adopt the minutes. Can we please, can Madam Clerk, can you please uh, state specifically which minutes we're referring to? Yes, January 11th, January 18th, January 31st, February 6th, February 13th, March 1st, March 6th, March 8th, March 13th, and March 15th, all of 2023. I make a motion to approve. <laughs> Steve makes a motion to approve. Second. Amanda seconds. Um, can we please do a roll call vote? Emily? Yes. Ohenny? Yes. JJ? Yes. Tom? Yes. Lori? Yes. Allison? Yes. Jeremy? Yes. Amanda? Yes. Judy? Yes. Steve Rines? Yes. Jake? Yes. Motion carries. Okay. Allison, I think I was a little snippy with you before, and I'm sorry for that. Thank you. I apologize. Sometimes I have a, uh, my humor is, sorry. Okay, and then finally, we have a town meeting coming up, and I know, I'll get it out. We have at least, there's two motions that are gonna come from the floor. 
Um, they're, they're kind of the same motion that are going to be germane. I think it's 12 and 13. I, it's the bylaws. Okay, there's um, going to be a motion from the floor to refer, the, basically, to refer those um, to the to the back to the committee, if you will. Okay, I will get that out to everybody right away. Okay, but what's going to have to happen is we're going to have to come up with a recommendation. So I think that essentially. It's kind of like a for further study or for further review kind of situation where there were some concerns raised by a citizen that maybe that needs more time. Okay, so what we will need to do is we will need to get together quickly to have our own discussion and to come up with a recommendation to the town as to how. Um, what the town should do when it is faced with the motion from the floor, okay? And that's kind of like as we get ready for our uh, participation in town meeting, you know, we need to be ready for these motions from the floor. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you have to do is you actually have to pay attention to town meeting. This is harder than it sounds. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> You gotta be paying attention, okay? And so one of the things that we can all do is we can help each other pay attention, like kicking each other under the table. Like if something starts to happen, right? You can, you get the sense, you know, there's, you can get the sense that something's up, things are brewing. And you get the sense that something's up, things are brewing, kick the sleeping person next to you, you know? And then because, because when it happens, it happens. And the town needs us to be able to come to a recommendation quickly, right? Mm -hmm. So let's please, we're going to, for Mr. Hiss hopes that we can be done in four. Four meetings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We think that 31 is going to be a, a, a whole night. Yeah, for sure. I you meant 31 days. That's <laughs> like, what? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, so so land swap could be a whole night. Yeah. Right? So, okay, so can we please be there ready to go at seven? Because we might, we I might have something, right? I might have something, like I might have a citizen is, we know a citizen is gonna make a petition from the floor. We know it's coming. We can get it out. We can quick get together. Lori. We had met at 6.30, didn't we, previous? Should we do that at 6.30? Well, that that's a good idea. Okay. We might as well. Yep. 6.30, you know, out, right? And then Judy. Point of um, procedure. Yeah. Mr. Chair. Um, so we may have to vote on something. Do we need to have a posted agenda for each night that we convene at 6.30 in case we're needed? We, we do. So what's going to happen is, it's, it's interesting, there's like, we will post our warrant committee meeting. And we, we will have like a uh, generic town meeting agenda. 
is that we will have a warrant committee meeting that allows us to meet, you know, at 6.30 on our own to conduct our affairs. I think that what technically happens is when we are in town meeting, when we are in town meeting uh, no and we're breaking out from town meeting, we're considered part of that. However, we do need to have and will have, you know, for each of those nights our own meetings so that we can meet ahead of time and conduct our, our affairs. If we have if if we have any, um, especially if if we're going to get a jump on something, like, so we'll say six thirty every time. Let's please do that. Yeah. Okay. So if so, if there were a citizens' petition, how does that work? Does that come like within the meeting, or do you get? How does that work? So that can happen. Like so, yeah. a citizen town meeting member gets up in front of the microphone. It says, I make a motion that this happened last year. I we that we cut oh, right now. how many million out of the school budget? Five? Five. Not make an amendment. Not make an amendment. Yeah. I, I make a, my I move to amend. Yeah, yeah. Bang, bang, bang. This is my this is my thing. And then they like I, I often say like we're a mini town meeting. And it goes like that. Is there a second? Do we want to have discussion? And so then what happens is because there's a motion. They go to the Warrant Committee. The Warrant Committee, the motion is take out five. What do you think? Warrant Committees should be seven. Right? 20. 20. 30. 30. So <laughs> it, goes, it goes like that. So we, you know, a lot, hopefully, you know, we will be able to do these things quickly and, and huddle up at our table up front. Um, if, it, if we really need to break it out, we can. We have our room. We could break it out and, you know, but it's open, right? So, you know, I, I, I would imagine we would just, just stay there and just do it. Like, because, um, up, you know, at our little table, the townspeople have an absolute right to come and, and huddle around us and listen to what we have to say. It's, it's an open public meeting. So we just need to be able to, to roll with it. So with logistics, how do we vote? Is it on a piece of paper? Pass around a piece of paper with each of our names and we check yes or no? No, I think we would just do a voice vote. You know, hopefully, um, town meeting's completely in person, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Town meeting's completely in person. Um, Maybe we can ask what they did before, because I don't know if anyone in this room, we lost Lorraine, I don't know if anyone in this room has been up at the front of town meeting when that's happened. I, I always thought they were passing around a piece of paper. Is that what you thought? No. Um, just no. like, it, it, I thought it was the voice. exact same format we have right now. Like, yeah, I was, I was wondering what everybody was saying. That, <laughs> like what they were doing, okay. but mm -hmm. never. As so, long as Karen can hear us. The, right. We'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll make sure that we get it. So we might have to huddle up. And then I'm just, you know, like the um, one of the reasons why we have so many people on the Warrant committee is so that you know if something happens, people can take care of what they got to do, right? Um, the way that this has been going, especially when it comes to when it comes to the night of the land swap, I think we need all hands on deck for that one, definitely, right? If well, you sorry, sorry. yes, would you? 
have a sense of um, what night it is. I I think I texted you that I have some Yes. Um, so I can legitimate yes. reasons that Yes. Yep, we can we will um I can talk to the town moderator to ask. Just a sense. Right, because it'll be just a sense. He'll be. I think it'll be more than a sense. I think the moderator is going to start the meeting and say, I will entertain a motion to, because everybody wants to know what night that is. So I think the moderator is going to entertain a motion to set a time certain, Article 31. So like Monday, first thing, I think the moderator is going to say, does anyone want to make a motion to set a time motion that we will debate? Article 31, first thing on Tuesday, Thursday, whenever. So I think that's going to happen the because everybody wants to know what night that is. So I think we're going to learn that early on. That's, uh, yeah, right. That's not right, good. Throwing that out there. Right. That things can go out of order. Because he's going to want, he's going to want to devote a whole night to it. So there's going to be a consent agenda where he's going to roll, he's going to seek permission to roll. Like, I, it it's, could be a lot. It could be like up to 20 of the budget articles that are your, you know, your stormwater, yeah. PEG, the rescind the debt. Like these things, a lot of these things, like there's certain types of things that they can just roll in and say we're going to vote all of them at once. Unless there's an objection. From Unless there's an objection, and then that'll be that'll be day one, usually. Yeah, that'll be day one. But yeah. if the, yeah, right. and, and then so they will get as much of that done and out of the way, and then we would roll. You know, I I think it's pretty safe. I think it's pretty safe to assume we're not going to do a land swap on the first night. Right. Okay. I agree. I feel like you make some traction. Right. That would be good to do it first. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's that. I think that's pretty much it. Um, Motion to adjourn. Second. Oh, Tom. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Sorry. So, are you going to email the, the committee to figure out what to do Monday night? Yes. How are we reporting here at 6 so and it's we will we will be six thirty high school. There will be more to follow, but that's that's it. Okay. And would it be in the upstairs or would it be in the room? We will start off downstairs. Our room downstairs. Pizza and caviar there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No anchovies. Okay. There's a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Seconded. Jareen. Any objections? No. Nope. We are adjourned unanimously. <laughs>